helping to make you the most knowledgeable person in your circle of friends. This is Tavis Smiley. On May 10, 1875, a former slave stood in front of a judge and was sworn in as a deputy U.S. Marshal. That man was Bass Reeves. Terrence Anthony is a writer on the Paramount Plus series, Lawman Bass Reeves. He joins us now to talk about the new show. Terrence Anthony, good to have you on the program. How are you today, sir? I am good. Happy to be here. Thank you. Good to have you on the program. Um, before I before I get into the, the series itself or the show itself, um, I was just thinking uh, earlier today how fascinating time is. I mean, as we say and we all know, timing is everything. But I, I've been in a number of conversations of late. I'm thinking now about uh, Byron Rustin and all of the respect he's finally getting all of these years later. Uh, we had a conversation the other day about Pauli Murray and all the respect that she is finally starting to get now. Uh, James Baldwin over the last 10 years, everybody's quoting Baldwin. I had a guest earlier today quoting James Baldwin on this program, uh, a white guest, no, uh, no doubt, uh, no less, uh, a white male quoting James Baldwin. So everybody now is quoting Baldwin. And so there, there's this way in which, you know, again, timing is everything. And these iconic African-American heroes and sheroes who have not been regarded as they should have been all along, uh, find themselves in these moments where everybody's talking about them. So uh, a year or so ago, I had Isaiah Washington on this program talking about his movie uh, in which he starred, of course, as Bass Reeves. And now you've got this series, Bass Reeves. So, uh, so my, 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 I guess my opening question is, why is Bass Reeves finally getting all this love? Why? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, the real question is why didn't it happen way sooner? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, he's, uh, when you find out about him, when you find out everything that he accomplished um, and the time that he lived in, it's, uh, you know, it's amazing to think about how many other stories have been lost to time and whitewashed and suppressed. Yeah. And, you know, it, 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 for the series, I mean, I know with David Oyelowo, it took him years and years to get it together. So it's been a long time coming, and I'm just happy it's finally on screen and millions of people are discovering who this person is and learning more about him. Yep. Uh, but, but to my question, though, what, what's, what's happening or what has happened, do you think, that's made Hollywood uh, open to the story of Bass Reeves? Clearly... His iconography hasn't changed. What he accomplished hasn't changed. His story hasn't changed. But for whatever reason, we're now open to hearing this story. What's happening in Hollywood? What am I missing about why uh, the ground is so fertile for the telling of the story about Bass Reeves? I think with Hollywood, it's, I mean, I'm still learning. This is my first TV gig, so I'm still learning sort of what is what goes, how Hollywood works. But it feels like they're definitely more open to Westerns right now. Um, and it was, you know, timing is everything. And I think the idea that um, we could, you know, have this Western, have have a Western with a black character as the main, you know, focus is, just, uh, you know, something that, that uh, Good timing at this point. Yep. How how do what what's what's your sense at least your, your what's what's your study tell you uh, about how westerns um, starring black folk actually work? Uh, in, other, in other words, how are westerns that star black folk actually received? I ask that question, of course, against the backdrop of the fact that we all know. For those who know our history, know our story, there are all kinds of black cowboys. Uh, we don't, we don't, we don't get that storyline. Uh, that's not been the narrative coming out of Hollywood for decades. But there are all kinds of notable 
African-American uh, cowboys. Uh, and so what's the research say? What's the data tell us about uh, what happens when you put out a series, uh, a Western, that stars a black lead? The, I mean, the data seems pretty good so far. I think mm-hmm. the, um, the series has, has gotten a lot of views. Um, we were number one on the Paramount Plus app the other day when I checked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are responding to it positively. Um, it's something that, you know, folks um, are definitely, I know, I know myself, have been wanting to see. And, um, you know, I think it's, it, the time has come. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the story um, that this series purports to tell? Uh, again, uh, there's there's so much uh, to the life and legacy of Bass Reeves. One could take a particular moment in time, um, a particular uh, uh, storyline that you want to pursue. But what what is the storyline of this particular series, Lawman Bass Reeves on Paramount Plus? Yeah, the series begins um, while Bass is is a slave um, in during the Civil War. His master, George Reeves, served for the Confederate Army, um, and like a lot of slaves, uh, that would they they followed their their masters into the war, um, and we chronicle Bass's escape into Indian territory, him uh, living with Black Seminoles, learning the language, learning the culture, uh, and after the Civil War ends and he becomes free, um, spends some time as a farmer, and then is approached by Judge Parker to become a deputy marshal. And the series chronicles, you know, his, his life as a marshal, um, him learning sort of the ropes, um, but it's also about what justice is and what justice would mean to a man like Bass Reeves, who spent the majority of his life with the the law asserting that he was only three-fifths of a human being, how do you carry out your duty as a deputy marshal when you come from that kind of background? And, and, how, and, and, and how, does the series, how does the series answer that particular question, what justice means, what justice looks like for Bass Reeves, given his backstory? Yeah, I think uh, I don't want to spoil anything, mm-hmm. Um you know uh, how the series ends, but the it's um, that was a big question in the room. Um, is sort of how do we chronicle um, what impact this has on him, and um, you know what are the challenges for a black man who you know was in chains um, and sort of where and gets into a place where he's putting others into chain. Um, and there's, there's some conflict. There's some um, uh, challenges for him. And what is the... Um, and it's going to have an effect on him as the series progresses leading up to the, the you know, climax at, the, at episode eight that were really interesting to explore and something that we all wanted to, to make sure the series talked about, you know, looking through the lens of today and sort of the challenges that we all, we all know uh, that we, we face with law enforcement. Um, what was it for a man at that time mm. in history? 
Yeah. Um, you're right about that parallel. I uh, hadn't thought about it in the way you just laid it out, but that, that parallel, uh, as we say, that part does in fact exist. We're talking about the Paramount Plus series, Lawmen, Bash Reeves with the writer Terrence Anthony. More when we come forward on Tavis Smiley. You're listening to Tavis Smiley. Tavis Smiley. Ranked number 45 on the heavy hundred list of the 100 most important radio talk show hosts in America. May Fresh Daily in the Mert Park, Los Angeles, California. You're listening to Tavis Smiley. Uh, Terrence Anthony, there, there are those who believe, and um, this ain't nothing new, ain't, I'm sure it ain't nothing you ain't heard more than once. Uh, there are those who believe that Bass Reeves is the real Lone Ranger. Of course, when the TV series was out, uh, there was a white man, in fact, two white men over time, uh, who played uh, the character of the Lone Ranger. But there are those who believe that Bass Reeves is the real Lone Ranger. Thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, from what I've read, there's no um, direct evidence of that, but we definitely played with it and leaned into um, some of the connections um, with the show, you know, giving him a white horse and, mm-hmm. um, you know, Native American posse man, but we played with those tropes and, you know, wanted to to throw a few, you know, Easter eggs to, to the folks that, that know that connection or have heard about that connection, but, um, you know, definitely... I believe that a lot of, you know, characters uh, were inspired by Bass Reeves and, you know, the things that he did. Mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard. Uh, let me let me let me pivot for a second here, because um, I've heard this from more than one person um, who are persons who are Bass Reeves fans or certainly fans of his story, his his life and his legacy who have been bothered by some of the promotion, and I know this is not your lane, I'm just bringing it to your attention to, to really see if you've heard anything about this. Um, when you see the poster, um, some of the promotion for this series, um, I believe it's Dennis Quaid. Is, is that Dennis Quaid? Is that, is that the right actor? Am I, am I, is I got the, have that right? He's mm-hmm. in the, yeah, okay. So on the poster, actor, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. So on the poster, you've got David Ayelowo, of course, playing uh, Bass Reeves, and you've got Dennis Quaid, a white male, of course, and the image on the poster, it almost makes it look like that this white man is, you know, is is sort of towering over him, um, uh, is, is that, that he's the real star of the film. I mean, there's, the, the way this poster is designed, the promotion of, of this series, uh, when you see it, you don't get the impression that this was a bad black man and that he was running things. You got him on a poster with a white guy. They're looking at each other. It really doesn't suggest that the star of this story is Bass Reed. Now, this ain't the first time in my career that I've had a conversation about a black film that I didn't think was promoted properly. And I'm not suggesting that this is one of them. I'm just asking whether you've heard any 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 commentary about the, the way that Bass Reeves in character uh, is being uh, portrayed in the promotional campaign about the work that you all have done. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I actually haven't seen that poster. Um, and we've been to, you know, we've done some screenings around mm-hmm. the country. Um, and I can just go by what what the reactions were with folks that that actually saw the show. Yeah. And you know, everyone's been very positive and and you know surprised. I think too that we created a show with uh, with the black man, you know, 
kicking butt in, yeah. in, in the way that we did. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm, um, I'm yeah, glad. I haven't, I haven't seen that poster. No, I'm, gl- I'm um, glad. I'll take a look at it. No, I'm, gl- <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that the audience is responding well to it. Or is responding well to the series, but. Uh, yeah, I've heard persons, um, and indeed persons who knew you were coming on the program to talk about this, who have uh, complained to me about the fact that the poster doesn't give the impression or the image that he's a butt-kicking black man. It, that doesn't come across in the promotion of the series, and that could be problematic for some. I digress on that point. When we come forward in our remaining moments with uh, Terrence Anthony, I am curious to ask him, particularly, uh, particularly on this side, of the writer's strike now now being over, thankfully, and for that matter, the actor strike over, the sack strike over as well. Um, you heard him say earlier that this is his first, um, he's a writer on this amazing series, but this is his first uh, time in a television writing room. And I'm just curious, uh, curious to, to, to find out how he finds uh, being in uh, this writing room uh, as a brother. We'll talk about that when we come forward on Tavis Smile. Seeking the truth, the truth. Speaking the truth. This is the Tavis Smiley Show. Let's get back to more of this rich dialogue with Tavis Smiley. The series is Law Me and Bass Reeves, uh, now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, the series is. Uh, one of the writers on that uh, show is Terrence Anthony, uh, who has been our guest uh, for the last few minutes. Uh, before I wrap this conversation, Terrence, um, you mentioned earlier this is your first time in a writer's room for a television series. As a black man, how how are you finding the experience of being in a writer's room? Man, I think uh, I think I really lucked out from, from some of the stories I heard from other folks I know. Um, the writer's room was a really positive experience um it was diverse um but you know the black writers on the show we all were heard it was very collaborative never felt um any pushback um around the things that we wanted to explore you know the importance of having uh, a show that features a character who was formerly enslaved and his wife you know and and having being able to create like a a Western with all the action and all that, but also focus on what it was like to um, exist during Reconstruction, what it meant for a black family to be existing in this time. And uh, I feel very, very blessed to be able to, you know, have this experience as my first one as a, as a TV writer. Yep. What is the audience going to, or what do you and the other writers hope that the audience is going to take away uh, from this series about the legacy of Bass Reeves? Um, I mean, I, I hope the audience takes away sort of the, the big, big picture, you know, what, what Reconstruction really meant to this country. I think this is, this is an opportunity that we had to sort of wrap that, you know, wrap, the, wrap this Western in sort of history that doesn't get talked about enough in this country, I believe. And, you know, the promise of Reconstruction is sort of, uh, and the looming Jim Crow era coming is sort of throughout the series, um, you'll see in, in upcoming episodes as well. And, you know, some, some history, have, have some history go down with the, with the action and the gunfights and all that. Yeah. Um, the series again is called Lawmen Bass Reeves, uh, now streaming on Paramount Plus. Uh, we always love the opportunity to give, um, uh, black writers, a little shine uh, on this program. And Terrence Anthony, one of the writers who has brought us this series uh, on Paramount Plus. Once again, it's called Law Men Bass Reeves. Check it out. Terrence, congratulations to you on this project. All the best to you. Thank you for your time and happy holidays. 
Thank you. Appreciate it. Good to have you on. When we come forward in our third and final hour today, a conversation about the 35th anniversary of World AIDS Day. Uh, and uh, what is the status? It's almost as if we are uh, tackling and addressing so many other issues that I was thinking last night, when's the last time I heard somebody even mention AIDS? Uh, it just uh, isn't on the docket the way it used to be, but with 35-plus years in, and we'll talk about the 35th anniversary of World AIDS Day in our next hour, and we will also uh, talk uh, with Marcus Scribner. If you are a fan of the show Blackish, uh, then you must be familiar with the character Andre Jr., played by Marcus Scribner. Uh, Marcus now has a film out called How I Learned to Fly. He stars in the film. He produces the film. We'll talk to Marcus. Marcus Scribner about how I learned to fly as well. Do all of that in our forthcoming and final hour today. You're listening, and I'm glad about it, to Tavis Smiley.